0: Welcome to the Lifetime Training Podcast. I can't wait to bring you today world-renowned, international-recognized strength speed coach, conditioning specialist, bodywork specialist, motivational speaker like you've ever seen, um, and founder of Fitness Quest 10 in San Diego, and most recently, author of Get Your Mind Right, which is something we're going to talk about today. And he has an amazing podcast called the Todd Durkin Impact Show. Make sure you check that out and follow that as well. Welcome to the show, the one and only Todd Durkin.
1: Jason, thanks so much. It's great to be here.
0: Likewise, likewise, man. I, I've been following you for years and and, and mm. like we talked about just before the show, you know, this podcast is is really focused on bringing to the industry and bringing to fitness enthusiasts the best people in the world that have spent their lives training other trainers to become successful. And honestly, I I can't think of somebody who's probably done it better than you in all facets, not just the technical end, but the mental end, the business end and the whole deal. So, you know, thank you first and foremost for your contribution to the injury. I know you've been industry, you've been recognized a ton, but man, uh, just, just, just grateful to have you on the show, man.
1: Jason, uh, thank you. I really do appreciate it. You know, it's funny, 21 years when I started my business, I feel like I'm just getting started in so many ways. I feel like a <laughs> yeah. rookie in so many yeah. ways. And and when you stop and reflect long enough, sometimes you realize, okay, that, you know, there's been a certain amount of, like you said, accolades or um, things like that. But what really, really fills my heart is when I get a, a message or a DM from someone that was at a, uh, a mentorship or a retreat or a conference, you know, five years ago, and, and they say, hey, you changed my life. Yeah. And to me, that's what keeps me going. Uh, I love that, those affirmations, because for me, I am a man that's continually trying to grow and learn myself, and I'm just bringing people along with me, yeah. and uh, that's how I've always lived my life, and I'm really, really blessed to be called a coach and a trainer, and uh, over the last several years, it's been great to, uh, to connect with so many other fire-breathing dragons that are committed to this field. If there's ever a time this world needs other <laughs> passionate fit pros, it's now. Yes, it sir. is now, and- And uh, that's the one thing that's been giving me juice for the last close to one year now. I mean, I I literally just before we we were recording this, I was just training. I've got my football guys. Some of them are already coming back. And I've got Mm -hmm. baseball guys. And it's being in the trenches. Training people is the lifeblood. It's the oxygen to my soul that keeps me going. So even after 20 plus years of training, that is the one thing that I still love to do.
0: Man, and, and that's a great, great segue. Obviously, you know, I, I've looked some things up and, you know, you have as, from what I've read, your purpose is the goal is to impact and inspire the world to greatness. And the first thing I want to talk about is vision. And so many health and fitness professionals or anybody, it doesn't matter, business, whatever, they 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 don't spend time truly thinking about what it is that is their vision that they want to get to. And I know you've got some great stories of visions that you've had along the way um, to bring you to where you are today. And I'd love for you to spend some time talking about the importance of that and, and kind of how you you use that for yourself and your kids even, I've heard, um, to be able to bring them to greatness.
1: Yeah. You know, as I've dived in deeper into my own purpose in life, people are always like, I'm trying to search for my purpose. I think it's an ever It's an everlasting thing. We're always searching for deeper purpose. And the one thing that I have discovered in very methodical work and on my own life, when I look at my purpose is to motivate, inspire people to greatness. I realize it happens one person at a time, one session at a time, one week at a time. Uh, And it's over time. It's the discipline and the consistency to do well, do things well over a period of time. But I don't know this is. I think the last year has allowed all of us to really stop and reflect on our purpose. And I think there's a lot of change and evolution and progression that's happening for all of us, individually as well as professionally. And uh, for me, when I look at vision, I think the vision always is growing. Like, how can I reach more people? What can I do to reach more people? And as we speak here today and record this, podcast episode, uh, it's constantly changing and evolving your own life, your own personal growth, your own professional development. So how can I grow within lifetime fitness or over here at fitness quest 10 or whatever your brand is, is like, what can I do to continually impact people? The one driving force, the mantra for the last year that I've used is save lives, change lives, save lives, change lives, because here's what everyone needs. Everyone needs a mission. You got to get up in the morning with something that you're fighting for. You have to be willing to die for something before you can really start living. And for me, it's been like, I don't care how bad things are. I'm going to change one person's life today. I don't know if it's going to be on a podcast. I don't know if it's going to be in a session. I don't know if it's going to be on a live or an Instagram or a podcast episode, whatever it is, I got to change someone's life. And for me, that, that mission is all about save lives, change lives. That parallels with, the, the purpose of, okay, I want to motivate and inspire people to greatness. I use the word, you know, the, the number 10 million. I love the number 10, 10 million sounds like a good number. But honestly, it comes down to who can I, who can I impact today? Who can I speak to today? And that typically is a conversation like this, Jason, that we're having and someone listening and saying, okay, you know, that's speaking to me. How do I go deeper in my purpose? How do I create that mission or get behind a mission? You know, what's the, what's the mission at lifetime fitness, What are we doing? What are we fighting for? And and when you have that, then you could really get that deeper meaning of what I'll call life. Because if not, you feel empty, you feel lost, you feel anxious. And that's these are a lot of the emotions that are swirling in trainers' heads, our kids' heads, adults, professionals who are searching for deeper meaning right now because of of the craziness that's all going on. So for me, that's that's where I'm at with my with my vision, with my mission, my purpose. Cause I, I have worked methodically for, I'd say a decade plus on that, but every, every year it grows and it goes yeah. deeper and deeper and deeper.
0: Well, and, and it's one of those things that, uh, you know, I learned, I, I read a, an amazing book. One of my, one of my favorites, probably over the last five years called start here, mastering the, mm-hmm. the lifelong art of wellbeing. Uh, Nate Klemp and Eric Langshire, are the guys and you know, it was the first time I read something that talked about what he, they called the happiness set point. And in that they had four, what I call characters of the mind that, you know, basically create our happiness. And one of them is the negativity bias, which is very widely written about in how our minds have a tendency to remember the negative over the positive. And I think, you know, to to tack on just a touch is we're built that way. Our brains are built that way. Like I jump in cold water every morning. I hate it. I don't want to do it. And every morning I I ask myself, why am I going to do it? And then I jump in, but, you know, so doing something that's going to, take you to the, the next level, uh, doing something that you're going to fail at and then overcome and then move forward. And that kind of brings me to the next point of, you know, what has been, you know, one of those times where you just fell flat on your face and just went, Oh my God, what am I going to do? And then turn that sucker around and obviously led to you, you know, where you're at today.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good question, and I think sometimes people on the outside they only see the victories, mm-hmm. they don't see the long nights, they don't see the weekend sacrifices yep, with your own family, and um, you know a lot of times when you study people who've had success, you don't realize the sacrifices and commitments they make, and I think sometimes those sacrifices and commitments um, come after setback. I mean, for me, uh, the reason why I even got into this field, like many other trainers and coaches and fit pros, probably was because like an injury or something that happened in their athletic career. I blew up my back, 1995, three herniated disc, spinal stenosis, degenerate back disease. My whole dream at that point in my career, I was 25 years old, was to be an NFL football player. I was a quarterback. Well, that sent me down this five-year journey to heal my own pain without surgery. And what I realized at the time was I was training with all these gurus in the healing world and the training world and functional fitness. And I was getting this Master's degree education before I actually got my master's degree, which ultimately led to me opening up my my business in year 2000. Um, that setback, even then, before I got started, was a massive uh, whole. I would say a, an episode or experience of my life that led me to my biggest blessing, which was yeah. ultimately to be able to help people. I'd also say, uh, even more recently, when you look at you know setbacks and everything else. I'm constantly asking myself this question. What can I do to impact more people? That's my question I I ask every day. What can I do to impact more people? And I don't know if you've been there, Jason, or anyone listening to the show, but sometimes I knock my head against the wall thinking, man, I'm just not doing a good enough job. I got to reach more people. And you could stop and say, well, yeah, you're reaching this and this and this and this. But See, no one knows really what's inside your tank until, you know, you've had to come to Jesus moment and you're like, okay, you know, what, what really is that, that I need to do? What moves scare me that are going to allow me to really get to the next level? That's, that's for me as a man of faith, it's a relationship yep, I've got to have it. of like, Hey, listen, you know, big man up top. What, what, what do I need to entrust you with more so that I can, you know, live with more purpose mm-hmm. and, uh, And I'd say even, you know, over the pandemic, I'm like, what can I do to reach more people? And, and, uh, there are times when it's frustrating to put yourself out there and to experience, uh, everything that's going on in the world, everything from hate to, to, to racism, to all the injustices that we've seen. And I'm like, I just want to fight the good fight. I'm going to stand for what's right. I'm going to be a light. I don't know how how dark it is. I'm going to keep fighting until the day I die um, on this. So a lot of the frustration of last year was me saying, "Man, this is one hell of a fight we're in. This is yep. this. Can I can I do this? Uh, do I have the energy to sustain it? Um, and it's that constantly trying to take care of yourself so you could do that fight. But hey, let's face it. I mean, there are days and there are nights where I'm like, "Man, I got to muster up every single thing I got." to fight today. And that's all I can do is today because the thought of six months or a year from now is too far down the line to think about that vision of what I want. It's like, man, I got to, I got to fight today and lay it on the line to save someone's life.
0: Man, that's, that's awesome. And I I go by the four Ps, purpose, preparation, performance, persistence. And, you know, like right now, if there's ever a time people need to prepare for what is going to be our industry into the future some believe it's going to come right back and you know everything's the same others you know a lot of it moving online and virtually you know i'd love to get your perspective there uh, on you know how have you and what things have maybe you done uh, to prepare for the next level and what's going to happen in the future and where do you see the kind of industry going mm-hmm. yourself
1: yeah a few things number one I, we literally just got done uh, this weekend here at Fitness Quest 10, my gym and just doing like a renovation so that when people start to come back to a, quote, normal, yeah. you know, uh, tempo that they've seen that we've worked behind the scenes to make their space better. Mm-hmm. I call this the sanctuary. I don't care what gym you train at, what lifetime fitness, that's your sanctuary. you got to protect your sanctuary because this is where the, you know, the magic hour, the magic two hours, the magic 30 minutes happens on that. So, number one, uh, as a coach, as a trainer as a business owner it's like okay we've got to do everything we can with our sacred space to protect it i think you know moving forward i think uh, there's going to be a very much a hybrid model that happens mm-hmm. let's let, let me be clear i believe that the training industry is going to not not decrease i think it's going to amplify yeah. because people the stress levels the depression the anxiety the mental health all of the things that people are are needing now When they get back to a normal pace, pace, training is going to explode, especially like one-on-one, small group, because people want that intimacy with a great coach, not just a coach, not just a trainer, a great coach who is willing to pour into someone physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever it takes to get their life to another level. I think that whole model of coaching is going to amplify as well. It's no longer just about squats, lunges, push ups, lat pull, pull ups, all those things. It's going to be really connecting with someone at a soulful level and coaching them on all aspects of life. So I think, quote, trainers are going to morph into life coaches in many ways uh, as well. I think that's. That's par for the industry. The best coaches are going to have tremendous opportunity to make the biggest difference. And remember this, if there's any trainers listening in today, you know, if if you want to make more impact, find a million dollar problem. What's the problem that exists today? If you could be a solution and answer to those problems, then you could change a million lives. So there's a lot of challenges and issues and problems that exist. Be a solution to that problem. How do you do Mm -hmm. that? You could do it one on one. Or potentially, depending on what your your club, studio, gym there at Lifetime, wherever you are, is are there some solutions you could do in the in the online model as well? Mm-hmm. So if so, it, even here in the space I'm at, we're turning this as I speak into a media room, a media room where we could actually flip the lights on and start uh, all of our content streaming to our members uh, as well. And I think that's you know the the trainers who are looking to evolve there's tremendous growth opportunity. I don't know how to do it. You'll figure it out. When it's desperate enough, you'll figure it out quick. Exactly. Look at back at April, May, when people didn't, there was an online training. All of a sudden, people are like learning within weeks, yeah. Zoom and Facebook Live and all of these things because when you have to do something, you're forced to, do it. you'll learn and find a way to do it. So I think online training, I don't think it's a fad. I think there will be um, models that exist that your your members and clients will will look to. And whether you're the solution or some other uh, brand is that solution uh but i don't think people are going to just end up in the online model and want to you exactly. know pedal a bike at home or or do the workout on 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 a on a mirror i i think people we are missing the tangible hands-on energetic exchange that happens live when i'm looking you in the eyes and you can feel my spirit piercing through you <laughs> I, I, again. you may well, well you you can a little bit right now mm-hmm. yeah. through a through a podcast or through a zoom But imagine if that was truly live, you feel it differently. And that's why I think the best coaches and trainers are going to feel that energy uh, and they're going to be able to transmit that. Now, that requires us coaches and trainers to be at our absolute best as well. Because if I was dry today and I didn't have my spirit, I didn't work out and I, I didn't feel my best, then I'm not showing up with my best. And if I don't show up with my best, then I can't give my client, their best. And whether that be an athlete session, whether that be my 65 year old tennis player, uh, my best, whoever it is, I've got to be at my best so that I can pour into that person to make them their best as well.
0: Wow. Yeah. And, and I can't say that, that's what I'm happy, you know, with our organization, we've created a whole virtual digital membership and, and, you know, people can online, I always call online coaching a little bit more. I'm writing your program and you're doing it on your own through an app or whatever. And then there's the virtual where me and you are coaching each other and, you know, giving trainers the opportunity to do that. And, you know, it I, I leads me to, obviously you've been spending so many years, you know, masterminding and, and meeting with high level coaches. Um, what consistent themes have you seen? Cause obviously this audience is trained is predominantly trainer based or fitness enthusiast based. I'd love for them to hear from somebody who's been working with trainers for 15, 20 years. Plus what consistent themes have you seen that people were missing that were leading them to truly not have a career that they can retire from, or, you know, as successful yeah. as a career as they they could have.
1: Before I answer that question, I, I need to make sure that everyone listening hears this, because if someone is doing virtual training right now, know this, whether you like it or not, you have to be an edutainer, edutainer an edutainer. You have to educate and you have to entertain because if, you're, if, if some man or woman's in their living room and you're at your studio or you're at your home, wherever, you've got to be able to connect with them through a camera. Let me just step you back. Some of you may, may have seen there's a total gym infomercial. That uh, you know has been streaming for years. I actually, I actually am on that. And if you ever tell me you've seen me, then I know you're up <laughs> way too late at night. That thing usually's on like between midnight and 4 a.m. But I never forget this, and this is one of my earliest lessons on like doing some video work. And I've done a lot of video work over the years. Is um, Joy Campanera uh, from Total Gym? When I was filming, she goes, "Listen, Todd, you need to make sure that you flirt with the camera." you flirt with the camera. I so you that. need to learn how to lo- have a relationship with the camera because there's someone on the other side. I'm not saying flirt with your, your clients. I'm not <laughs> saying that at all. I'm not. <laughs> what yeah. I'm saying, though, is you need to learn to have a relationship through the camera with whoever's on the other side. Now, here on Zoom these days, you can see who's on the other side, obviously, when you're training someone. But if you don't and you're just doing virtual training and and, and you don't, How do you make sure that your personality, because we all have personalities, can shine through it? It doesn't mean mean you need to be the energizer bunny. It means that you need to really empathetically come from the heart, that they can feel your heart and soul through a lens, through a screen then all of a sudden people feel connected with you. So when you hear me talk about my four C's and one of them is connected, you have to connect with people, whether it's live or it's a little more difficult when it's through through a, a video camera, uh, whether that be Zoom, through a Facebook Live, Instagram Live, YouTube Live, whatever you guys do is you've got to be able to do that. And that's something I still think about now is, is that relationship through a camera. And also if you can't see who you're working with and it's just you're creating content is you got to imagine one person who you want to train on the other side of that camera. It could be a mother, it could be your wife, it could be your husband, it could be uh, your best friend, it could be one of your your key clients for your avatar with who you work with. But actually imagine a real life person on the other side of that camera, yep. and you're going to give your absolute best to change that person's life. So I want to make sure I, I did that, yeah. because every time I'm doing any video, uh, especially if I do not see them on the other side, yep. uh, then I want to make sure that I'm I'm it, there really is someone listening or watching on the other side of this as well.
0: Well, and, and I'm glad you started there because at the end of the day, I would say the best program is the one that somebody's going to do, and the <laughs> and the best program at the same time who writes the best program, if they're not going to come and do it because you have no connection. And how many I'm sure I know I've seen millions, not millions, but thousands, you know, over the years of people who who know how to program and they're smart as nails, but and sharp as nails, I should say, um, but. They just don't connect.
1: That's right. Well, it's like you can give a a program to, you know, every one of your trainers at Lifetime. um, And why is it that some of those clients and members are going to gravitate toward, you know, Sally's class or Michelle's class uh, over someone else's class? Same exact program, same exact workout. What is it about that? You were connected with them. You made them feel special. You made them feel like they were the most important thing in the world. I always say, imagine that every client has a big gold chain on their neck that says, uh, please make me feel special today. Love if there's that. ever a time that you need now. to make people feel special is now because people are under such duress and stress and anxiety. So if you can take that hour online or Live in session and make that person forget about all the cares of the world, make them smile, make them laugh, make them loosen up and and know that, you know, fitness isn't punishment. Just today with my athletes, I think, hey, today we're stimulating, not annihilating. We're stimulating, not annihilating. Mm -hmm. So how can we stimulate the muscle, stimulate the mind? We don't need to annihilate. We don't need you in the recovery position and flat on your back. (laughs) Uh, after every workout, right? Sometimes you got to get after it, but it's all about connecting and making people feel good. Fitness is designed to make people feel better, not to feel worse.
0: Got it, man that's great and and it's such such a huge, huge point. so do not miss that is connection and being able to you know learn and and it's a it's a skill don't don't get caught up that I'm this type or that type. It may be a little bit hard because you're afraid, but it's a skill and and I'm sure that you've been able to get that out of people in your mastermind and all the other classes that you've you've been able to do over the years. I know in your life stuff for sure. <laughs>
1: Some of the questions, you know, when you ask about what are some of the commonalities that, you know, I often have seen um, trainers and, and fitness professionals need to continually work on to be the best. Uh, that's your question, right? As far yep. as that? Yep. Um, I have an acronym and it happens to be impact, but it, it's very, very uh, specific to anybody, not just trainers. Um, and here's why. Impact. I stands for live inspired. So inspired. What happens a lot of times as a a coach, as a trainer, you all of a sudden, you get burnt out. Right Right now, it's very common to get burnt out. We're given a lot. We're tired. We're not inspired. I always say this. If you are tired and you're not inspired, then you've got to find a way to stimulate your, your heart. Motivations in the mind, inspirations from your heart. Inspiration means in spirit. How do you get more in spirit? How do you get fired up? That comes back to your purpose and vision again of why the heck do we do what we do? If you forget why you do what you do, you're probably going to get burnt out real fast because of the hard work that every one of you trainers that I'm acknowledging right now, you could easily get burnt out in this field and go to another field because of that. So you got to stay inspired. We can talk about how later on. The other one is M is master your craft. Master your craft is uh, something that I share with not only trainers and fitness pros, but my athletes. How do you how do you continually stay great? How do you get great? You've got to work on your craft all the time. Now that comes down to you know the old Malcolm Gladwell ten thousand hours or ten years. Yeah. Well, that's too too long for me. What I want to say is every day. What am I doing? What are my habits that are going to allow me to just truly this week feel like I'm growing. Are you reading 10 pages a day in a book that either pertains to uh, health or fitness or nutrition or wellness or business or leadership or online branding, marketing, personal growth and development, um, spiritual development? You've got to continually to master your craft. The P is play at world class. So one of the things I see sometimes is playing in mediocrity. Trainers, we can't afford to play mediocrity. We're not designed and built to be average. We're designed to be great. And I don't care uh, if you're at Lifetime or if you're listening in from another brand. Like, listen, if you're a coach, you're a trainer. That means you're on my team. That you're on Jason's team. We gotta, we gotta stand for being extraordinary. And that takes some extraordinary measures. That takes habits that are going to not be like everybody else. I believe. I believe we're designed for greatness and that we're built to be superheroes. And like, I mean that, like as a coach, as a trainer, it is a calling. It's a calling that we've got to step up to. It's easy to level down into mediocrity, but don't stand for that. So make those habit changes that we need to. A is action. So in impact, I-M-P-A, action, take action. Last I checked, everyone's got big dreams. You talk about, you know, you want to be a, a, a career coach or trainer, or I don't know if I want to be a trainer for my career. I can't make any money or I can't retire on that. Yeah. Yes, you can. I believe that when you are living with passion and you're living with purpose, I believe then you start to change a lot of lives and your brand, whether you work for Lifetime or you work at another brand. When you are changing enough lives, people see that. What are you going to take action on that's going to help you be the best? version that you're supposed to be to be the best man or woman or father or husband, wife, whatever it is, is we've got to take action on those things. And then the C is condition for greatness, condition for greatness. Again, it comes down to this physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. What are you doing to play at your best? Trainers, coaches, we can't afford to be eating average. We can't afford to be going out there and drinking and boozing on a regular basis and not and not setting the ways. We've got to do things that are gonna put us in a part that we're gonna look and feel our best. Okay, where we could operate at our best. That's all the conditioning for grades that we're asking our clients and members to do. We've got to stand for that as well. And that's not always easy. You know, people always think, <laughs> oh, you're a trainer. It's easy. You just work out. No, actually, no. I just got <laughs> knee surgery, you know, a couple of months ago. Like, like it's not easy. Like we've got to make a commitment ourselves. And as trainers, we've got to hold each other accountable uh, also. And then the last one is T is for impact. When you look at that acronym about, you know, what can you do to have a great career? To me, it's tenacity. It's energy. And mm-hmm. Ener- everything's about energy. And you're either an energy giver or you're an energy sucker. And I would say, don't be a sucker, be a giver, (laughs) a positive energy force, be a life force so that when you come into the room, everyone's like, man, she's got a different energy about her, man, he's got such positive energy. And if you could be the most positive person, you know, then that's an energy that's contagious. I call it contagiasm, contagious enthusiasm. When you've got positive energy, people are attracted to positive energy, especially now, I mean, right now is a great opportunity for you to flourish, but it's only going to come down to how much do you grow personally. So, to me, it's that it's that impact acronym: live inspired, master your craft, play at world class, take action for what you want in life, condition for greatness, and be tenacious.
0: Wow, so powerful! And you know, rewind that, pause that, write it down, (laughs) and and take those nuggets because again, guys, I I think the storm is coming, and Mm. you know, I think. You know, with, with everything that Todd's saying, I, and I agree, is that if you you have an amazing time to take advantage and probably flourish your career better than any, and ever. And mm. you know, one of the things you mentioned just prior was about how you thought the industry was kind of moving into you know the life coach and and having to have that skill set, you know, intertwined with you know what you're doing as a trainer. And I, I've always said, in the, the the industry's not big. I mean, I mean, it's 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 not old. It's you know, we're, I think we're fairly close in age and i know when i first started i got certified in 96 it was bodybuilding we were bodybuilders trainers were right. bodybuilders, and then the corrective movement came you know and now we're starting to do that and then the nutritional movement came and then the behavior modification movement and and now you know the mental health and, and it and it's all intertwined within fitness which is the beauty of it and how impactful that that has so please take those nuggets. I just wanted to overemphasize those again before we kind of move on to, um, you know, another another piece. But, um, you know, you, you wrote the book, um, Get Your Mind Right. And I, I, I can't imagine with your passion, and what you just went through, there's probably tidbits of what you just talked about. It might be in there, but, you know, can you talk to us about, you know, why did you write that first and foremost? And then, you know, tell us about what, what somebody can get out of that.
1: Yeah. Well, when you think about overcoming adversity, it's interesting that, um, 2018, I had my right knee replaced. I had a partial knee replacement in my right knee um after 25 years of athletic abuse. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, on that. And and uh the reason I share that is because I wrote my book during the time that I was recovering from knee surgery, because sometimes when you're at your lowest, you go your deepest meaning you're doing a lot of soul searching and i put a lot of my thoughts on paper in my journal and i started you know writing all of this and get your mind right is truly all of us have to battle every single day to get the mind right you know we all know that you know 90% of success happens between the years uh but it's not just hey get your mind right get your mind right i say it all the time get your mind right get your mind right it's not just saying get your mind right there's actually specific things that you can do to get your mind right so i in there i talk about um Everything from habits. How do you change your habits to set yourself up for success? What can you specifically do? Because you alluded to it earlier, Jason, uh, the average average mind has 60 to 80,000 thoughts per day. Up to 70% of those thoughts are negative. So how do you truly change your thoughts? I start the whole book about dreams. What's your dream? What's your dream in life? What do you want to create? And how do you create that dream and manifest your biggest dreams? Because sometimes we get stuck in, again, the quagmire of mediocrity of whatever your job is, that's your job for the rest of your life versus how do you take your job? um, And instead of just, you know, that's your job, it becomes your calling um, on that. Again, as a trainer, as a coach, as as a physical therapist, whatever it is that you do on that. So it's about dreams and how do you manifest those dreams into training, nutrition, recovery, but I think two of my favorite chapters I wrote in there, um, one is tap into your whispers, tap into your whispers. And it's a, uh, I call it a faith-based book because I share more about my own personal journey and my walk uh, with the Lord in there than I ever have uh, publicly. And the reason why is because I spend more time now in solitude, in quiet, in, in, in trying to listen to what God's telling me versus, I think a decade ago, it was more about me shouting what I want and praying that it would happen versus now it's more listening. It's and how can I tap into the whispers of what God is revealing? And guess what? A lot of times those those whispers is not what my ego wants to hear. <laughs> it's not, yeah. and, and I mean yeah. that we all have yeah, an I ego, right? But how, how do you tap into that and then be obedient to what those whispers are? Because a lot of times it is... Opposite of of the shouts that I hear in the morning, and I'm journaling. I'm like, is that me or is that God? So I talk about that in the book, and then all of it is designed around. I end the book all about live a life worth telling a story about what's your story. How do we live a life worth telling a story about what's your story? And whether your your dream is to change, you know, a thousand lives or ten thousand lives or ten million lives, um, there's a reason why you were called into. Uh, This field, there's a reason why everything that's happened in your life up to this point, good and bad, because everyone's got a lot of stuff that we've overcome, is where we're at today. And how do we make sure that moving forward that we're driven by vision, we're driven by this vision of our dream, this divine purpose that we're living so that we can live the best life that we're supposed to do, not based on fear, not based on money, but totally based and convicted of the purpose we're supposed to live.
0: Wow. It's so powerful. So powerful. You know, one of those things that came up that I would love to ask, and you know, I don't know if it's in the book or not, but obviously you'd mentioned being able to pay attention to the whispers and obviously our, our today's world, most people they're, you know, phone, I call it, I call it the phone hand claw hand. I think there's going to be some type of condition that's going to be like this uh, coming out soon, but you know, there's so much distraction. There's so much fear. There's so much of that, you know, is there a a thing that, that you can give to the audience or share with the audience that has helped you be able to quiet Mm -hmm. that and be able to kind of become a little bit better at listening for those things? Because I think everyone gets them. Not many people pay attention to them. It's,
1: it's the hardest exercise you'll ever do. It's the hardest exercise you'll ever do. You know what that is? The hardest exercise you'll ever, you're ever ever going to do is silence. It's pure silence. I challenge you to try to be silent in the morning for 10 minutes because it's really hard to silent your mind. Because when you can do that and you can really tap into that and you maybe get a notebook and as you're being silent, I'm talking no music, no podcast, nothing. It's dark and you get a journal out, and you're just silent, and you listen, those 10 minutes that you have in complete silence, day after day, morning after morning, could be more revealing about your life than you could ever imagine. So to me, the best thing I could offer for you is the hardest exercise you'll ever do, and it's sitting in silence for a few minutes. Maybe you start with two, I try to get 10 in now. There's days, especially in the last year, I've sat for a half hour. And some days, and I'm not joking, there there are mornings I cry, like literally physically cry about what I got to face. But to me, that's very empowering, like to feel that spirit, to get amped up emotionally about it. There's days I smile. There's days I smile and cry. There's days like all, but that morning time, um, before I do that, the best exercise I can say is, is to get that quiet time. This pure quiet is really, really powerful. Wow. Yep. And it is, but most people don't do it, Jason. That's the thing we all, we all, and, and for me, it's the hardest thing to do is to stop and slow down. It's also the most powerful thing. So you're probably hearing me saying, I, you know, I, I thought I got to do that more often. I got to do it. I understand it's really hard. It's, it's really hard for me too. That's why it's got to be done first thing in the morning before you actually check your phone. I don't turn my phone on first thing in the morning. Um, it gives me anxiety to turn my phone on. I don't want to take a look exactly. at all my what you texts, have and emails, and Instagram, and all that stuff. It's like the most important thing is just to sit and quiet and listen and tap in and then start your morning routine.
0: I love it. And and I think, you know, so many people I've practiced a, a you know meditation, whatever you're terming it. Um, but so many people get caught up and get frustrated because of all of the things like they're trying to be quiet in their mind. Mm. And there's so many thoughts in their mind that they they think they're not doing it right. But you just being aware of that is doing it right. So just yeah. keep going. <laughs> just keep Absolutely. going absolutely
1: we have noisy minds and it's okay just to sit there and you'll have a thought pop in your head and just yeah. again to laugh at it or or yeah. to write it down in journal but i always say if you could have a journal and if you keep hearing the same message morning after morning morning after morning well then then uh, your spirit is speaking to you and it's saying that so sometimes i literally will just in my journal put slow down love it, slow down and i'll just keep writing that same thing yeah. and all it's telling me is I know that once I go outside and go to the gym and start working and doing my thing, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be fast. But like for right now, you know, you got to slow down. One thing, one of the mantras I've used with my athletes is this good players can speed a game up. Great ones could slow it down. The best athletes in the world can dictate the tempo of a game. They can slow the pace down, slow the tempo down. So as a trainer, as a coach, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, uh, whatever your role is, think about how do you slow, how do you slow life down? How do you slow the pace down during a day? It's going to be crazy. It's going to be busy. There's going to be a lot of chaos. There's going to be fires that you got to put out. But how on the inside, so you don't have that anxiety swirling around, how do you slow it down? Starts before you actually get going in the morning.
0: I love it. I love it. So powerful. Um, you know, thank you again. I mean, just I I can't overestimate some of the things that you've been able to, to get across in the last 40 minutes is just so powerful. So again, rewind, listen, mm-hmm. you know, take time and and slow your mind down. Like he just mm-hmm. said, and listen to these things because you will flourish if, if you take the time to be able to do that. Well, you know, some a couple other things that I'd love for you to explain to the audience, obviously you, you offer a ton, but one, one thing I want to ask before we get into that, is obviously this show is about finding mentors. It's about finding the right people to learn from, to be able to grow and prosper in this industry. And I would love for you to share, you know, a a person or two, you know, whether it was an athlete you worked with or, you know, early on in in your educational career, as you were learning what, you know, you've been able to create, you know, who are those people that have had that influence, uh, you know, in the industry, you know, that you've been able to follow early on yeah I have the power of a
1: mentor. It's never been more important than right now who you're leaning into. There's a tendency I find right now to uh, to be alone, and that's not a good good feeling to be on an island in a sea of depression. I think it's really important to lean into the people who are in your corner, whether they're teammates and colleagues at at your gym, uh, whether they're they're mentors of yours. I'd say uh, when it comes to mentors, and I've had a lot, because before I was a trainer, I was a body worker and massage therapist. And Dub Lee is a guy um, who really brought my awareness of fascia and healing into my traditional Western knowledge of strength and conditioning. Um, he taught me rolfing and Feldenkrais and energy work that that I think heightened and enlightened um, my, my craft. Uh, a guy like Tom House. Uh, Tom House is a throwing coach who I've I met late nineties and um, we both share a client in Drew Brees. I've worked with Drew the last 18 years and, and uh, Tom does a lot of his, his throwing mechanic stuff. I've, I've I obviously trained Drew and um, a guy like Tom talking Turkey. Tom's in his seventies now <laughs> has been, has been a mentor on, on a lot of levels uh, as well. I also have mentors that I train. A lot of my clients have become mentors. Um, one of the greatest mentors in the last five years of my life has been pastor David Jeremiah. Uh, I call him Dr. J and Dr. (laughs) J he leads a huge ministry and he's inspired me in the last 10 months because in his uh, church here in San Diego and his turning point ministry, um, this guy is on fire for helping people and serving people. And he, he, he calls me every Saturday afternoon and, um, He's like, all right, Todd, we got to fire a lot of people up this weekend because he's really talking to me, but he's talking to himself because he's got thousands like, <laughs> of people online and I he's on it. TV and yeah. he's like, man, they, they need us so bad right now. And I, I can hear in his voice, like, yeah. you know, he's talking to us, Pastor Jay, is 79 years old oh, and man. this, this brother, it just, he just created, I think he wrote his 80th book uh, in the middle of the pandemic and he is just spitting out so much content. I'm like, man, how, how? how can I be like him when I grow up? (laughs) It's crazy. So he is a spiritual mentor to me, but he also, from a professional standpoint, he inspires me to be a better man and coach and trainer and father and husband because of this guy is showing up and he's like, listen, my God is bigger than our governor and we're going to go out there and we're going to make a difference in the world. I'm like, man, let's (laughs) go. Let's roll. (laughs) Uh, So those are just a few, few people who are, you know, impacted me to this day, and uh, allowed me to do what I do.
0: That's awesome, and and you know the the energy I just felt it from. you. I mean, I mean, you've you've been so good, but but just thinking, and that's something to take away, audiences. When you find those people, they mm. create the energy that you just felt through Todd. And if you're watching, you know, you can see it. It's it's that's the stuff that's going to take us and have a better day the rest of this day and 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 each day. So. God, you that's,
1: know, just, that's the key. Like every day you got to win yeah, it. Yeah. You've probably heard me mention, Jason, I have a guy I've worked with for 22 years. His name is Wayne Cotton. He's my, like my business mentor. He's not even in the fitness field, yeah. but I, I can't tell you how many times I've talked to him in the last several months on some key moves. I'm making that fitness quest 10 strategically about yeah. what I'm doing with like my personal brand and FQ 10 and everything. And like, I have leaned on Wayne more Uh, and Wayne would call me a mentor and I call him a mentor. It's like, we're, 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 we're we're in a very uh, interesting, uh, mentor, mentee relationship, but like now is the time right now, whether it's, whether it's, you know, your, your business, your professional, your, your, your personal, your spiritual lean into the people who are going to impact your life because we all need a lot of encouragement, cheerleading, support, feedback, advice, wisdom right now more than ever before.
0: Powerful. And, you know, people out there, like something just dawned on me, you know, I I have a quote that I wrote down, you know, that you had said, and I didn't even say the quote, like it could have been easy for me to say, Hey, what does this quote mean? You just said what it means, and, and and the quote was: "The bigger your dream, the more important your team." Mm-hmm. And you just exactly explained that quote. And and you know, so many times when you're speaking, you know, you say a quote, you don't even realize, you know, the impact that it has. And you know, God, that is is just so powerful to find that team of people that are going to be able to help you because we're all going to need it. And then you're helping yeah. somebody else in in turn. Well, God, this it has gets- been.
1: Yes. Hey Jason, let me just say one thing for all the lifetime trainers that are listening. And if you're at mm-hmm. lifetime right now is uh, I think it's really important. It's like when you look at who your teammates are, I want you to ask yourself this question. How could I serve my teammates even better? Mm-hmm. How can I serve my teammates even better? Not how my teammates can serve me. Mm-hmm. When you can ask you, yourself the question, how can I serve my teammates better? Everyone, when you look in their eyes, everyone needs right now a cheerleader. Everyone needs someone to believe in them. So realize whether you're virtually training people or you're, you're, you're rubbing elbows or you're probably six feet apart, you know, training people outside or inside, wherever you are, whatever state you're in, is is this. What can I do or say to my fellow trainer right over there um, to lift them up today? Because she or he might be broken on the inside. You don't know that until you say, hey, hey, Jason, how you doing? Everything okay with you? And they feel you. And all of a sudden, now you cr- you create and foster a relationship that goes way beyond mm-hmm. anything else. And I say that uh, for lifetime because you guys have an amazing team. And sometimes. Uh, you, you know, you don't appreciate what you have until you don't have it. Um, and you guys have been battling like hell too, is this, there are so many great people all around us. And sometimes there are our clients, sometimes there are our members, sometimes they're the teammates that we take for granted. And you don't realize that that person next to you might not be there tomorrow for whatever reason. So, and whoever's in your stable right now, pour into them, pour, okay. it will come back. It's a law of reciprocity It's a universal <laughs> law. It will come back. But what can I do to, you know, to give them energy and to give them light? Yes, I want you to take care of yourself, but the more you take care of yourself, the more you can give, and the more you give, the more you receive. It's a universal law. And I just wanted yeah. I felt compelled to share that because Jason, you guys are doing an amazing job. And I I commend you and all the leadership at Lifetime Fitness because. Listen, we're all in this together. This is an industry right now that uh, people need some fire-breathing dragons to light this universe up. And yeah. I know, you know the thousands of people that are doing an amazing job at Lifetime. I'm I am grateful for all of you as
0: well. Man, I I, I, I want to just drop the. <laughs> Drop the mic right there and, and end the show. I mean, just fantastic and, and thank you. But uh, I do want to spend some time because obviously, if you've been listening and, and you're catching any of the energy that I'm catching uh, through Todd, he, he's got some great ways to be able to, you know, mentor and, and take you and help you take you to the, to the next level. And I'd love for you to spend a little bit of time uh, just explaining, you know, you've got the impact certification. Um, and if you wouldn't mind explaining what that is, and we'll put links links in and how people can get it and, and potential some discounts to, to get people to, to sign up uh, quickly. That could be awesome. But, um, you know, talk to us about impact.
1: Yeah. There's a couple of ways I coach now and it's grown 2007. I started my mastermind program. It was for coaches and fit pros looking to get to the next level. I read that book from Napoleon Hill called think and grow rich. And it's not like think it and you grow rich, but it's real mm-hmm. about richness of your, of your, your inner circle and the people around you and your health and all that. So I started my mastermind 2007 over the last 13 years, you know, it's grown quite a bit and, and, uh, I coach a lot of fitness pros through my mastermind group and it's on business and leadership and branding and training that spun off because when I was doing that, a lot of my, my clients and members and people who started following me online said, I'd like to receive something similar to that, but I'm not a trainer. That led to two years ago, I started what's called Impact Coaching. Okay. Impact Coaching is similar, except I then address with these consumers, these fitness enthusiasts actually coaching not only in entrepreneurs and dreams and purpose and vision, but also on the fitness, nutrition, wellness mindset side with the systems that I've worked on over the last decade or so. Beautiful. And then in the last six months, I actually created a certification to become an Impact Coach. I've actually – my coaching business has – Uh, really, really exploded in the last year uh, between the mastermind and between impact coaching that um, with some of the uh, folks I'm working with have created opportunities that I can't field myself. So I created a certification called impact coaching certification. So I'm now certifying trainers to become impact coaches that can follow my system and work with me on many of the clients and institutions that I'm working with at a corporate level that we can go in there and we can offer uh, health and fitness and training as well as life coaching and getting into all aspects, including faith. Um, Although, uh, you know, I carry the faith part into all of it. um, The impact coaching certification has grown. And again, we just launched it here in 2020 um, but that's one of my big, big movements for 2021 is getting more, more people uh in the impact co- coaching certification so that they can go off and create the impact that they want for the clients they have.
0: Beautiful. And is that alive and virtual or is it virtual only or what what is that the right now, right now it's all
1: virtual. Uh okay. it's all virtual and then there's a you know an actual certification and a test at the end. Um, we are planning a live event in Q3 of 2021. We have monthly uh, virtual online meetings with our coaches as well as our mastermind. Uh, So everything is done virtually right now, uh, which has been awesome for me to spend time creating content that anyone around the world could technically uh, consume. But like any like anyone else, I'm pumped to actually have a live meeting again sometimes. For I, sure. I'm thinking Q three, Q four is when we're gonna be able to do our retreats yep. again for the mastermind and for the impact coaches and the um the whole cert program.
0: Got it. And can you spend just a couple minutes talking about the mastermind and you know what that is involved with? Obviously, things are different now, but once it comes back and and what a trainer could expect or a person could expect from going through the mastermind.
1: Yeah. One of the things the last several years, I've really spent a lot of time in my mastermind program is how can I help someone become the both personal and professional best? I think one of the ways that our coaching program is different than just providing um, the systems on business and branding and, and training because we have all of that in there is I'm a huge believer. You can only go as far as you grow. You can only go as far as you grow. And if you're looking to grow your career, um, you're looking to, to make moves and move up and become a great trainer and coach, um, then the, the Mastermind program is designed to help someone tap into their deepest purpose and to connect with other people besides myself that's in, that are in my program that can help you amplify your, your, your whole personal and professional development. So for me, I spend a lot of time on the mastermind side. It's probably out of all of that I do on the on the corporate side. I'll call it is in my mastermind program. So uh, if you're a coach or trainer who's looking to grow both professionally as well as personally, um, that would definitely be a program that one would want to look into.
0: Beautiful, and and we'll have the links, uh, you know, in the in the body of the uh, podcast. So, you know, again, I, I want to thank you. You know, tremendously for this was a just an absolutely fantastic episode. I had an absolute blast, and, and more importantly, like I had said, is is your contribution to the industry is second to none, you know, in, in taking not just the technical side, but the personal side, the face side, and and just bringing it all together. And it's obviously has impacted you and you've been able to flourish, you know, personally and professionally. And and I can't thank you enough for what you've done for this industry, because that's, that's what I mean, I've got lifetime behind me, but I love the industry and lifetime. And, you know, what you've done has just been fantastic. So thank you so much again for everything. Uh, anything you want to leave the the audience with, you know, it's your open, open mind for you. I
1: I appreciate it. I, you know, I, I just come from gratitude. I come from complete gratitude. I I recognize and acknowledge, if you listen to this right now, you're battling like hell too. So what you got to remember that you're built for times like this. And when you surround yourselves with people like Jason, uh, you know, other trainers and coaches who are passionate, um, and I know lifetime is full of great people. Is that it comes down to this? You got to continue to train hard. You got to continue to train. It's one of the most important things you do right now. Is amplify, double down on your health. You got to do that. I would say train hard, eat right, live inspired. I see live, train, eat behind me there. Yeah. I would say you got to train hard. You got to eat right. You got to live inspired. When you um, think about that impact acronym right now and getting your mind right, it's every single day. Literally saying, I'm going to get my mind right. Snap the band. Get your mind right. Whatever it's going to take. The hardest thing to do is change. But if there are things that you're being called to do right now, then you're going to either have to, you know, give up to go up, or you're going to have to make some serious changes uh, in your habits, your mindset, the people you surround yourself with uh, so that you can get to where you want to go. So I'd say this, Jason, if anyone's out there right now and you're struggling, you reach out. You reach out to someone that you know. You reach out to to, to someone that could help you. Um, Don't try to do this thing alone. There's so many people out there who have wisdom and experience that have been through what you've been through. And if you can accelerate the success that you want, Uh, Do so. And then lastly, as always, I would say this is I know everyone's searching for success. I'm an employee to search for significance. How can I make the most significant contribution to my community today? what can I do? I hope that this podcast episode blesses you. I hope that you feel a little bit of inspiration, but realize this, you might feel inspired today, but then tomorrow, if you don't do the same things like listening to a podcast or or having that quiet time in the morning or getting your walk in or your run in or your your Pilates session or your yoga session or whatever you do for your routine, then that energy can wane out. And I don't care if you're a trainer or you're not, not a trainer, it comes down to day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, doing this for a long period of time so that you could be the man or the woman that you're designed to be. And with that, I say thank you. I say thank you that, uh, Jason, what you're doing, what Lifetime is doing to create impact uh, in this world. And I'm grateful. And anything you ever need from me, don't feel shy to reach out. I love connecting. I Likewise. love connecting. And I I don't know when your next lifetime conference is, but I want to be there. I want to fire up the troops as well. So
0: we'll we'll have you, you, man. man. Thank you so much, man. This has been fantastic. You have an awesome, awesome day, man. Thank you, Jason.